Welcome to the Bariatric Podcast, the weight loss surgery podcast coming to you from Central Texas. I'm your host, Chip Reynolds, and today is June 10th, 2016. This is episode six of the Bariatric Podcast, and thank you for listening. In this episode, I'll be talking to Megan about her experiences with the surgery. If you have any questions or comments for the show, please like us on Facebook. We can be found at facebook.com slash bariatric podcast, or you can email the show at bariatricpodcast at gmail.com. To start the show, here is my progress report. I'm 45 years old. My heaviest weight was 356 pounds. My surgery weight was 320 pounds. My current weight is 211 pounds. My goal weight is 170 pounds. I had the gastric bypass performed at Carl R. Darnell Army Medical Center on December 7th, 2015. And now I'd like to welcome Megan to the show. Hi, my name is Megan. I'm 23 years old. I started out this journey um, with bariatric surgery at a weight of 255 pounds. I went into surgery on November 18, 2015. I got the gastric sleeve done. At that point, I was 246.6 pounds, and I weighed in today with my nutrition clinic at 162.4 pounds, and it hasn't even been seven months. But my goal weight is 137, and almost I'm there. there. Great. So, how did you uh, learn about the procedure that you had? Um, I, when I went in to see my PCM, she's actually the first one who recommended it to me and said, "This is something you should look into." Because I was trying to lose the weight on my own for a really long time. I had two kiddos back to back, ten months apart, and. It just, it was not coming off. And then with my medical conditions with my lung and my knees and my metabolism, it wasn't going to come off. So mm-hmm. she referred me to Dr. Young and Dr. Young kind of took it from there. Great. So what made you decide that this was you know, the thing that you needed to do? What, you know, it was time to do something like the surgery. When Dr. Young looked at me and told me that they can put me in the boot camp diet and give me like you know training and tell me what I need to do and he'll see me in six months and I might lose a pound or two and he scared me when he said well do you want to see your kids graduate high school do you want to see your grandkids grow up and I told him yes and he's like well then you need this he's like I usually give people so many options before this and I'm telling you this is what you need so when he told me that I won't be around very much longer if I don't do something to change it I was like, that's, let's do this. <laughs> that's, that's serious. He laid it out there like that, huh? Yes. So um, had you tried anything specific before uh, the surgery to try to lose the weight? and Every diet I could find, or everything from South Beach to Atkins to the military diet, which was mean, just yeah. very mean. Um, I did two things at boot camp. I went to, it's called fat camp. I went to that, and it was not working whatsoever, mm-hmm. so... So when you made the decision to have the surgery, did you share it with very many people? The first person was my husband. He went to the first seminar with me. Um, he was like, well, that seems nerve-wracking. You seem scared. I was like, I am scared. And then he's like, well, are you going to tell anyone? And I was like, I have to tell my parents because they're the ones who are going to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. So I told my mom and my dad. Um, my mom was, like, hesitant, but she understood why. And she was real supportive of it. Now she's jealous because I'm smaller than she is, yeah. and I love that. Um <laughs> I told my mother-in-law after I had it done, Mm -hmm. and now um, my grandparents do, my Nana and Papa now know, and John's grandmother knows, and three of my friends, and Mm -hmm. so far that's it. And what kind of responses have you received from the folks you have told? Nothing but supportive, 
positive. Just, it's been amazing. Good. It's a whole lot different than what I was expecting to get from mm-hmm. them. You know, that, that's what, I know I've shared this story at group before too, but it's just, I wanted to share it as widely as possible, specifically because I thought that was going to help me with my accountability and make sure, yeah, if I told a lot of people, then a lot of people are expecting results. Yeah. And I did worry about negative negative thoughts and, and negative comments, but I got really lucky because I've, I've not heard a single one of them. I, and I, now I tell people, I said, hey, you know, trust the people that you love and the people that love you because they're they're going to surprise you mm-hmm. with the amount of success and, and support that you're going to get from them. So that's fantastic that you were able to get that yeah. from, from family. So um, so how long did it take for you to get through the pre-op requirements and get your surgery scheduled and completed? I went in, I first met Dr. Young the first weekend of October, and he had me on the slab November 18th. Wow, so, so that's pretty quick. Yeah, about a month and a week. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're pretty motivated to get through those requirements, right? He scared the living monosis out of me gotcha. about how fast we went. I hear people say, oh, I've been researching this 10 years. I've been trying to get this done for two years. And Dr. Young's like, we're going to get you in next month. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Did you have any bumps along the way to surgery or did you have any second thoughts beforehand? Getting out of my husband dropped me off at the front door and I was going to walk myself up. I was like, I, I can do this. Let me do this because if you come with me, I'm going to get scared. I'm going to run. And he started driving away and I was walking into Darnell. And as soon as I got to the doors, I literally, I turned around and I just wanted to jolt. And I was like, Megan, you got to do this for you. You got to do this for your kids. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for my husband. It wasn't for my friends. It wasn't for anyone. It was for, they were my biggest reasoning on why I got this done. Mm-hmm. It was for my kids. Good. Um, so what was your experience on the pre-op diet? I was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was feeling. so hungry. And my husband said that he would rather have me pregnant again than have to do with my mood swings that came <laughs> along with hunger. He's like, you have your crazy pregnancy swings. And then he's like, then you have your hungry swings and you're more scary when you're hungry. And I was like, well, you go from eating, pretty much snacking all day with the kids, eating and this and that, and you go to liquids. Mm-hmm. I was not a nice person, <laughs> especially the day before my surgery. My husband made homemade lasagna. I wanted to push him out of the movie car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you are not doing this to me. And so... I wasn't nice. I was cranky a lot, mm-hmm. but I Made got it through. through it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Good. I did cheat once. We went to Hooters. Why? I don't know. But I got a chopped salad. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted was wings. I was like, no, Megan, no, Megan, no, Megan. I was like, I'll get my salad. Mm-hmm. And that was two days before surgery. And I told Dr. Young that too. I was like, please don't stop or quit on me because I did this. And he's like, oh, you're fine. You could have ate more than that. I was like... <laughs> You're kidding me, right? I had I convinced myself that if I ate anything and he got in there and it was still in my stomach, that I was going to die. Yes. <laughs> or I that he like, would I'm stop the surgery and that punish me. That was my biggest fear, is I would go in there and my liver would still be too big. And he would stop and I'd come out and he's like, sorry, we couldn't go in there and do what we needed to do. We're going to have to try it again. But I went in while they were prepping me. I was crying when they give you that medicine and mm-hmm. inject it in and make you all calm and Pretty much everything starts coming out. Yep. I call it the truth serum because yep. that's when I told him I cheated on my pre-op diet and I was like, please don't give up on me. And he laughed at me 
and the nurse that was on his team actually works with my mom in the OR because mm-hmm. she's in oral maxifacial surgery. Okay. And he was laughing at me, and I had the whole, like, everyone in the room that you go to, you know, mm-hmm. before you go back, everyone was just laughing because they're like, oh, she seems so sad. She seems so disappointed. I was like, it was just a salad. <laughs> so other than uh, leading into the operating room, how was your uh, experience in the hospital there? We had one nurse who was not nice. She was mean. She was cruel. She was so disrespectful. Wow. Um, she was very, very critical, mm-hmm. and she kept judging me every time we walked in. Um, I don't even think she knew I had it done until mm-hmm. the morning after when they brought me up nothing but liquids right. and that protein shake, and that was the worst thing in the whole world, by the way. She was so mean, but thankfully, I wasn't in a private room. I had a roommate, Heather. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. Um, we're actually good friends now. Uh, she had surgery done four years before I did. Okay. So she's been through the process and she's like, you have to stand up. You have to tell her you can't treat me like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type of person to be mean to someone. I was sure. like, she's going to like put something in my IV and you know. <laughs> And so Heather actually took a stand and told her she needed to get out and she wouldn't let her back in the room. And she said she got someone else from three South to come mm-hmm. in and be our be my nurse and after that it was nothing but amazing good well good yeah it's, it's nice to be able to get that fixed and not and not have to deal with that negative experience for a really long there. time but but yeah and, hey and if you got to get help from somebody to do that and yes that, it's good that you got it but the the nursing staff and everyone who took care of me all throughout the night i didn't like that they came in every two hours yeah. in the middle of the night yep. but they're like you have to get up you have to walk you have to do this and i'm like oh my gosh just leave me alone <laughs> but Everyone else was super amazing. Mm-hmm. Dr. Young came up to see me every single day yeah. I was there. It, it was great. Good. So do you feel that um, both the, you know, the staff from the hospital, both from the general surgery clinic and the nutrition clinic, did they prepare you well for what to expect and how it was going to be? What to expect with like eating and everything afterwards? That and, and just and the whole experience with the surgery and you know, like how your body's going to heal. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they told me where my incisions would be, how long I needed to do this, mm-hmm. and what not to do. Um, Miss Ruth was great. She told me, hey, you're going to be able to eat like a tablespoon. I was like, oh, you're crazy. I'm going to yep. eat more than that. <laughs> and she she gave me the little medicine cups of water, be, like the little medicine cups to take home to get water. Mm-hmm. And she's like, start trying to sip on these slowly. And I was like, this is like, No. And you're like, you're going to be able to do so much more. And you have that mindset, I got this. I can mm-hmm. do this. And then they bring out those water cups, those little medicine cups. Yep. And you look at them like they're death, waiting for you on the tray. It's crazy how just like one ounce of water yeah. can look so intimidating. I used to be able to <laughs> chug down like a gallon of water. And these medicine cups were so, oh, they scared me. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope, take yep. them away. Take them far, far away. But I, I think the only thing that no one in the whole world could prepare me for was the gas pain Mm -hmm. that came after surgery that was worse than they could have sliced me all the way in half and that gas pain was excruciating yeah but other than that i think both teams did a really good job on preparing me for like what was to come ahead Mm -hmm. and they still are yeah yeah So. so how long did you end up staying in the hospital after the surgery three days okay because my butt would not get up and walk. I came out. I have no pain. I have like a negative five pain tolerance level, mm-hmm. probably more than that. 
Um, I don't handle pain very well, and I feel like a baby because this past support group, everyone's like, oh, I didn't have pain. I didn't do this. I was like, I was the only one that was like, <laughs> I was the biggest baby, and they put me on <laughs> um, narcotic drip. Yeah. And so every minute you would hear ding, and I clicked that button. And so Dr. Young came up and took me off the drip for six hours. And he's like, if you can walk 12 laps around the ward, I'll put you back on it. Mm -hmm. My bud got up and walked as fast as I could, which was like (laughs) turtle pace slow. But by golly, I did it because I got that pain meds Mm -hmm. back. (laughs) And, but yeah. So what kind of support did you did you need at home or did you have available for yourself at home? What you know, what'd you have there? Um, they gave my husband two weeks off of work. Mm-hmm. Um, hit, they wrote it out that I was just having abdominal surgery. Okay. Abdominal surgery. Yeah. Um, so his chain of command didn't even know I had it done. Mm-hmm. Like no one at his shop knew I got it done. Um, we were real private about it. But um, he stayed home for two weeks. Good. To help out with our kiddos because they're two and three mm-hmm. and they are nothing but constant energy. Yeah. And he let me lay in bed for the next three days just relaxing, walking around our room, helping me out with whatever I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much he was my rock. Great. I could not have done it without him. Yeah. That's good. Um, so have you had any regrets? For the first four to six weeks, yes. I okay. hated life. I hated myself. I was, please just give me back my stomach. <laughs> I just want it back. I want to take it all back. But now, absolutely not. Yeah. Once I was able to start getting water in and getting all my protein and carbs, and I was like, no, carbs are scary. Carbs are mm-hmm. not scary. No. If yeah. it wasn't for carbs, I would be like face down on the floor with zero energy Mm -hmm. but for the first four to six weeks since you can't eat a whole lot or do any exercise or get up and everything still Mm -hmm. hurts because it's so fresh yeah i had the biggest buyer's remorse i was the biggest baby but now i actually i went to the nutrition clinic earlier today i was at abrams for an hour and a half did my workout my husband had my kids at the main food court on post playing at the playground Mm -hmm. And he wanted to keep them there, so what did I do? I ran all the way from Abrams to the hospital. Nice. So I got my second workout in, and when I went up and got weighed, my husband picked me up, and when we were driving home, I was looking at my first paper that I got from my first seminar Mm -hmm. to the one I just got, and... I was like, it's not even seven months, and I'm down over 90 pounds. And I started crying, just straight up crying in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there rubbing my shoulder, and he's calling me beautiful and saying how he loves me, and he's so proud of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here crying, looking <sighs> ugly and faced and just a mess. And I, he's like, well, he asked me the same question. He's like, well, do you have any regrets about it now? I was like, none. Good. I was like... It's so powerful, I wish I would have done it? it earlier. Yeah. I wish I would have known about it earlier. That's, I keep telling some of the friends you know, now that it's, it's the transformation I see in myself. It's so overwhelming mm-hmm. at times that, and, and, I, and I just, I wonder why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I, I take, because I feel like I've gotten control of my life back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's so, it's such a wonderful, powerful feeling that 
I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't describe it any other way, but that's, that's exactly how I feel. I've learned to love myself again. Mm -hmm. I've exactly. gotten my self-confidence back because after I had my kids, before I had our son, our firstborn, I was about 180, 190, mm -hmm. and I had him, and like I said, nine days after I had our son, we got pregnant with our daughter. Mm -hmm. So they were back-to-back -back pregnancies. I don't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> um, so having two kids 10 months and nine days apart from each other, I blew up to the highest weight I was was 255, mm -hmm. and I had to do something to get control of yep. myself again. And so I'm so thankful Mm -hmm. for one my doctor for recommending it in the first place and I don't know if you hear but every support group you're at with me they're like well who would you want to thank Dr. Young yep I thank Dr. Young every I don't care if we're just passing by in the hospital mm -hmm. I tell him thank you yes because there's not an amount of gratitude I can show him for he I tell everyone I was like Dr. Young didn't just give me back my life he saved my mm -hmm. life and he completely made me, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but he gave me myself back. Yep, yep. I, I feel the same way, and I, I love the man for that, because oh, he's yeah. just... So how are you feeling now? It sounds like you feel much better. Sounds like I your energy's up. Working out in the gym two hours, and then running afterwards, so... I actually took my husband to the gym yesterday. Mm -hmm. No, day before yesterday. He did not understand. He's the kind of, he can sit down and eat a whole box of Oreos by himself and it's whoop, it's going to go right out of his system. Yeah. I hate him for it and I love <laughs> him at the same time. He could not understand why the gym became my new addiction. Mm -hmm. Like, I was addicted to food, now I'm addicted to the gym. I love the gym. Mm -hmm. I'm actually looking into, it's my, it's the, I think it's called the Precor machine. Mm -hmm. At the gym, it's like the foreign one, kind of like the Bowflex. Yeah. John says, she's my friend. Well, no, because it's $10,000. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, there's a few years of taxes, and more than a few years. Um, but I actually took him to the gym, and he could barely keep up with me now, mm -hmm. which felt empowering. Yep. I was like, this is incredible. And he was sweating more than I was, and I was like, let's go. We got this. We got this. And he's like... I'm never doing that again. He's like, <laughs> and he, I was like, now you see why I love this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you go ahead, babe. He's like, I love you for it. He's like, more mm -hmm. power. He's like, don't expect me to do that again. <laughs> so, so what's something that you've discovered about yourself um, now that you've, you've you've had the surgery and your life has changed, um, or rediscovered maybe? The biggest thing I've learned about myself is I push myself. I push myself so much more because I know I can do more. Um, like when I'm at the gym, my my favorite machine, the one I was just saying about, I usually do like 15 minutes and I'll stop because I'll get tired or my legs will start hurting and I'll go do more machines and then I'll come back. Mm -hmm. Today, I stayed on the machine the whole 30, well, you're limited for 30 minutes right. on this one, sadly. Um, I did the whole 30 minutes non-stop, nothing. Of course, I was watching a movie on my phone, mm -hmm. but that's okay. And I did 2.67 miles in 30 minutes. Nice. Which was incredible because I used to be able to walk one mile in like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I started to be able to jog on the treadmill and I do a mile in like 22 minutes. Yeah. My average 
mile a minute was 11 minutes per mile. That's fantastic. And I'm going to get down there. I'm going to do yep. it. I, I feel I do every time I run a 5k I'm like just a little faster than last I time I just want to do a 5k that's awesome it's an awesome feeling to come across that finish line right it was in, I was the fourth person to come across it nice too. it was in Oregon and um the first one was the fun run where you could take mm -hmm. your kids and do it and then they had the 5ks where you lead the kids and you do it that was the most incredible I literally dropped to my knees and cried yeah I was like I just did this I didn't stop I didn't anything I mm -hmm. I was just completely overwhelmed with how proud I was of myself mm -hmm. and the feeling was just over the moon yeah it was great so how do people react to you now that you've had the surgery whether they knew or not um, how you know how are folks reacting to you <laughs> I was at the hospital today and I walked past my mom's work and Miss T she's known me since I was like eight, mm -hmm. we've actually gone from PCS to PCS. We joke because we followed each other. And she's one of my mom's friends. She looked at me and looked back, looked <laughs> at me and looked back. And after about, not kidding, two minutes, Megan, Miss T, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. And she, biggest, she's like, I didn't recognize you. And I was like, I get that from everyone. Mm -hmm. oh my, I actually had one person ask me where the rest of me went. And then when I showed my grandparents a picture of me the day before, because we got family pictures done the day before I had mm -hmm. surgery, and then a picture of me now, my grandpa said, it looks like she ate her. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much. Yep. I love you for that. <laughs> um, we were in the support group on Wednesday, and you know how they have normal size chairs, and then mm -hmm. they have like the larger person chairs. The biggest non-scale victory for me so far was sitting in that, I was in a larger chair because mm -hmm. the whole room was filled. I scooted over and my husband was able to sit yeah. in the chair with me. One lady looked at, um, she works in Three South, well, the old Three South, mm -hmm. I don't know where she's at now. She looked at me and she's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, this is the bariatric support group, yeah. right? Well, yeah. And I was like. Okay, well, yeah, I'm in the right area. She's like, tiny people are not allowed in here. And I was like, I had the biggest grin. And Miss Ruth started smiling. Mm -hmm. And my husband started smiling. And it gets to my husband sometimes when we're out in public. Mm -hmm. um, we were at the gym, and he was walking out. And I was walking ahead of him. And I got whistled at. Wow. And he was like, Hey now. What? Wait, what? <laughs> um, we were out with friends, and me and my girlfriend were we were playing pool while him and his buddies were over at the other pool table. Mm -hmm. And my wedding ring on this the stone is hard to miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was shooting pool with my girlfriend, and some guy came up and tried picking me up. And my husband's like, "This didn't happen before, Megan. You need to stop." And I was like, "I'm not doing anything." He's like, "You gotta, you gotta stop being sexy. You gotta stop." And I. <laughs> I was in a sweatshirt mm -hmm. and pants, and it was like 11.30 at night, mm -hmm. and like we were just playing pool, so it's hitting him like, this is my wife now. Yep. Like, you have a hot tamale for a wife, <laughs> and Better it, just, it feels it. incredible. Yep. I was like, I'm sorry, honey, I love you, but that feels great to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I was never the girl to go out and get hit on with all of our friends, because mm -hmm. I, was, I was the big gal out of the group. Now, I'm one of the smaller ones, yep. and... It feels incredible to go out and be able to do stuff and keep up with people, and mm -hmm. it's it's the best feeling in the whole world. Awesome. So, what are you looking forward to most next on your journey? 
um, just getting healthier. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more in shape. I'm working on toning everything up now, but the biggest goal I want to do is they have a triathlon in Honolulu. Yep. And we PCS on the 27th of June. Mm-hmm. And we're going to Schofield. You're going to love it there. I've been stationed there before. It's it's awesome. I'm not an ocean gal. So we're going to see how this goes. (laughs) But I'm I'm getting more excited as it gets closer. But the biggest one I want to do is the triathlon. Mm -hmm. I really... And then later on, if I can, I want to do a full marathon. Yep. That's my goal. Oh, is it going to happen? It's going to kill me and it's going to hurt. But I really, really, really want to do it. Well, it's good. I mean, but it's good to have the goals and set them high because, like you said, now you're finding out that you can push yourself mm-hmm. so much further than you ever thought possible. So set those goals high. Oh yeah. And and achieve them because it's that it's a it's an amazing feeling. I mean, just five k was amazing, them, right? Because you're oh, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. Then you set that goal so high, mm-hmm. and then when you do hit it, it amazes you. Yeah. I amaze myself mm-hmm. all the time with what I find out. I hey, oh my God, I can do that. Yes. Well, let me push myself harder, and mm-hmm. I just keep going and going and going. So, uh, seven, almost seven months out now? Yes. So seven you're months on, on the 18th. You're on stage four diet, normal foods, right? I call my sleeve the sleeve of steel because I can eat anything. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to eat it in moderation. Um, I still don't, like, I'll eat, like, a half a slice of toast or something sure. if I need that toast feeling. Um I don't miss pasta. I was never a big rice person. I don't miss rice. I love potatoes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, can you eat those? Yes, I can. Yep. And I love them. <laughs> Some people can't drink soda at all. Like, their stomachs can't handle it. Mm-hmm. We were out at Roadhouse last night, and I had I got some grilled chicken. I cut it up and put it in my salad. And I just felt like I needed, like, carbonation. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I took a few sips of my husband's soda, and I was like, okay, I'm good. Yep. But... I literally can handle anything. Like, if I eat too much of something, mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, regret it later yeah, on down yeah. the road. But my stomach can handle anything. Good. Absolutely anything. But I learned that if I get full, take my plate and throw the rest away so I'm not tempted to eat the rest that's yeah. on there. It's all about moderation. Yep. You can't cut something out completely and never go back to it because mm-hmm. when you do go back to it, you're going to overindulge and you're going to regret it. Yep. Yep. So never done that. <laughs> so what are your preferred means of protein? What, you know, what what's your favorite ways of getting your protein? Um, we've talked about it in mm-hmm. Sport Group. It's called Gene Pro. Yep. Um, I buy mine on Amazon. I think you're pulling it out right now. <laughs> yep, yep. Exactly. I keep one. I keep one can of it here at work just so that I have some protein if it, I need it. Yep. I actually have one in my car, <laughs> and I have one at the house because if I'm like, oh, I haven't got all my protein in for the day, I'll mix it up in my water and take it to the gym with me. Mm-hmm. I put Gene Pro in everything and anything. If yep. I'm slacking on protein, I'll take a scoop of Gene Pro and put it in there. That is my favorite protein powder in the whole world. You mm-hmm. get a 30 no day flavor. supply for like 35 bucks on Amazon. Yep, no flavor and it mixes really, really easily. I got, you know, the big like green barrel looking things mm-hmm. of Evolution. I, I loved those at first, but you can get the big thing for 55 bucks. And it's only one flavor. Yeah. So if you have a chocolate shake every morning, sooner or later they're going to start making Mm -hmm. you nauseous. I could not look at another flavored protein powder Mm -hmm. or I was going to like stab myself in the leg. I had to find something that was unflavored. So regular unflavored protein powders, don't let them fool you. They're not unflavored. They're disgusting. 
Protein Pro is the only protein yep. powder I've been able to find that doesn't smell disgusting mm -hmm. <laughs> and has absolutely zero taste yep. to it whatsoever. It's so I think I'm going to be able to predict the answer to this question, but would you do it all again? Oh my God, over and over and over again. Yes, there's no doubt in my mind that this was not the best thing in the world mm -hmm. for me to do. So I got my life back. Finally, I'd like to finish the show off with some thank yous. First, I'd like to thank Megan for coming onto the show today. She has had an incredible journey, and I really appreciate her sharing her story today. You can hear the emotion and passion in her voice as she talks about her experiences, and it's great to hear how important this change in her life has been for her. Also, thank you to the Weight Loss Support Group at Darnell. I've become good friends with several of the members, and it's so nice to be able to connect with folks that have had a similar experience and understand the successes and obstacles that are common for folks battling their weight. Thank you to the staff of Darnell. I know that the folks that attend the group and have had their surgery there really appreciate all that you do for us. Lastly, thank you to another group member for starting a new Facebook group for those of us in the Central Texas area to connect. It is a closed group, but you can search for it on Facebook by searching for Fort Hood Losers Bench Group. If you're interested in sharing thoughts on food, recipes, proteins, or anything else weight loss related, please request to join and they'll be in touch. The group is also working on meetings for walks and runs and just getting together on a regular basis because you know it can always be a little bit more fun if you're out there doing something with people rather than just going it alone. If you have any questions or comments for the show, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bariatricpodcast or email us at bariatricpodcast at gmail.com. In future episodes, we'll do our best to answer your questions and cover any of your concerns. Once again, thank you so much for listening.